Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. We're focusing on issues of concern. I'm your host, John Nasheed. Welcome and peace be upon you all. <clears throat> we thank God for blessing us to be here this morning, and we ask God give us the guidance to conduct ourselves proper and also give information that is vital for our success in this world. Today we'd like to speak on a very, very important subject. Our lady Imam Warranty Muhammad, he brought this to us some years ago, and it was the American flag. I titled this the American flag and Imam Warranty Muhammad, or Imam Muhammad. And uh, what's so important is that Imam is a very uh, a very uh, interesting teacher, and he teaches us about things not only in religion, but how do we survive in the world and the country that we live in today, very hostile environment that we live in. How do we survive? And right now, see, we have to survive physically, mentally, and also spiritually. And we have to have an appreciation for things, which is so important. You know, the history of uh, the American flag amongst African Americans is not a very good history because when you stand up and you pledge allegiance to the flag, uh, justice, freedom, and justice for all, I mean, that's a, that's a conflict. And for individuals who don't have freedom, justice, and equality, and when we're standing up pledging an allegiance, then that's a fake artificial allegiance that we're forming. Things in perspective. And when we have leadership, leadership comes before us to put things in perspective, not holding grudges, uh, thinking that one is better than the other because we know that God created human life as one human family. Now, if there's some problems with the family, then God didn't create that. We created it ourselves. So we have to correct it. And uh, Allah, God sends us uh, a, a messenger to straighten out the matter. And quite naturally, we thankful for that and we move on. So we have to understand the American flag and its, its proper understanding because we know that American knowledge, knowledge of America, knowledge that America gives to Americans, uh, the knowledge of the people of understanding, people of understanding, quite naturally, they know what these things truly represent. But the, the, the people who don't have knowledge, then they're fed baby language. And that baby language, brother, does not give the full definition of its being conveyed. So it's like a separation, separation of state, so to speak. Some people have the knowledge of how America functions proper to keep Americans sane, and some people don't have that knowledge, and they're acting insane. So the Quran, the Bible, the Torah comes to give us knowledge and comes to give us guidance proper, and quite nicely, God is the best knower. <clears throat> the history of the American flag, as I mentioned, is not a good history for African Americans. Caucasians, quite naturally, but ones of knowledge, even the ignorant ones, they hold up the flag, they fight for the flag, they go risk 
their lives for the flag, etc., means something to them. Although they're ignorant of the true meaning of the flag, for many of them, it just represents white superiority. And for African Americans, uh, Native Americans, etc., it represents oppression. And if we have the proper understanding, then we can come to a better understanding of what is being conveyed in the flag. There are many flags. Every country have a flag, and every country have a meaning, have a clear meaning, symbolic meaning, etc. But we want to come to a bigger and better understanding. So if Imam Wardi Muhammad picked up the flag and said, he said, I'll carry this flag. And I thought to myself, well, and this is me, a little small me thinking. I said, well, how, how would he say that he would carry a flag that have oppressed so many people? So I, I began to think on it and think on it like many of us. Some blindly, we just said, okay, rah, 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 we pick it up with the American flag. Okay, now we're in this phase of our life. But if we don't have proper understanding, then we are not in that day. And we have to wrestle with these things until we come to a brighter understanding. And I've uh, studied Muhammad, everything that he said from the time he came to office, 1975. I was right there. I studied it. I read his books. I listened to his tapes. I've been to conventions and lectures and things of that nature. <laughs> Imam Muhammad, he doesn't speak on 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 a the common plane. He speaks to the people in the common language, but it's a deeper meaning and understanding conveying. And he wants us to search for that understanding. Everything that he says, quite naturally, we don't take it literal. It has a deep understanding of what he's saying. It's surface knowledge and then there's deep, deep knowledge. And uh White Nasi Allah is the best note. So I was reading in one of his books. I don't have it before me right now. I can't recall. I know his brother, Imam Ronald Shahi, he had produced it. And uh, and in the book, he was talking about what the seven, what the flag represents. <clears throat> the seven, seven streets or the seven stripes, uh, the six white stripes, the seven red stripes the, or the six white stripes, the, the dark blue in the, in the flag, and also the 50 stars. And he said that seven, the seven red, the social nature. The passion should be social. One common cause in society, one aim, and one purpose. That's the society. Okay, now, we never thought of that. The average human being never even gave that any consideration that this red represents the social nature. And we as Muslims, we study that also in the ascension of Prophet Muhammad, the seven different levels of development, starting from Father Adam to Father Ibrahim, and then those developments in between, seven. And Imam Muhammad Muhammad taught us years ago that we have to be able to make connections because all knowledge is one. And it's not a piece of knowledge. We put this over here. Over. No, it, it, it is all related and connected. And if we can make those connections, we can tie the understanding in 
to what God intended for us to understand, the way that God intended for us to understand it. He said, your love and spirit should be coming from the heart. Now, people of knowledge, they're successful in the world because they understand these things. They're They're not thinking like the common man. The common man is just thinking about things that don't relate and is not connected. But the people of understanding, the reason that they're able to build a society that they built because they understand the knowledge, the higher knowledge, the higher understanding. So the seven stripes, it represents the social nature that all human beings are connected. They understand that. And then he mentioned the six white stripes in the, in the flag. He said it represents uh, the conscious the conscience of the people. He said the conscience should be clear and pure. Be aware. Be to be aware of things that are happening in our conscience and the society, etc. You know, feeling and our thinking, right? And these are con- the consciousness should be pure and it should be clear. In other words, when we study things in society and nature, etc., in the universe, these things should be pure, pure. They shouldn't be corrupted. As a matter of fact, scientists, brother, they're looking for pure understanding of why the star exists, why the winds blow, why the squirrels and the animals are in existence. They're looking for the pure understanding. Their conscience should be clear. So when they come to perceptions, the perception is clear, or as clear as it possibly could be. And then somebody might say, well, it, you mean to tell me that somebody just made a flag and, and, and they put all of this understanding into that flag? Well, if we better understand the nature of the flag and the nature of the people that presented the flag, then we could better understand where it's coming from. And then he mentioned the dark blue represents the heavens. You know, we have a misunderstanding in our understanding of heaven. You know, heaven is something being up in the sky. When you die, you go up into the sky. That's what we're taught. (laughs) And if we properly understand it, heaven actually means the sky. And the dark blue sky means the sky at night, the universe, right? The, 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 The vastness of the universe. Actually, there's no into the universe. When a person dies, his soul is eternal, and his soul goes out into the into the universe, which is also there's no into the universe and there's no into the soul. And as the soul, universe is expanding, the soul is expanding in the universe. That's the afterlife, if we properly understand. This is right in the flag. This is in the American flag, the flag of the United States of America, and this is the flag that Imam Murthy Muhammad was holding up, not that old flag of, of racist, racist, corrupt flag. He's talking about the deep meaning within that understanding, alhamdulillah. And the 50 stars in the dark blue sky or the dark blue universe. There's a message. Everything that God created in the universe has a message for the mind. He says in the Quran, he says to us, 
first, actually, this is the first revelation that God revealed in the Quran in English. Read in the name of thy Lord who created, created man or mind from a small thing. He said that small mind that he created in man, Allah. He said, read in the name of thy Lord who created. In other words, use our mind for the benefit of seeking knowledge in the creation that he created. The whole universe, the high, the, the great expanses of the universe, our minds are able to go out and bring back that knowledge and information. Some of us, we just live in small places, and we never leave those small places. And our understanding, quite naturally, is small. He's encouraging us to go out into the universe Seek the knowledge in the universe and bring it back. Be aware. To be aware of everything around us. Matter of fact, question everything. We have a mind to question. And when you ask a question, then quite naturally, you're going to get an answer, whether you like the answer or not. That's the place where Muhammad <clears throat> found Father Ibrahim. He found him in heaven. And if we understand that ascension, or the Muslims understanding, if we understand the ascension, uh, ascension into the seventh plane or the seventh level, then we understand that's where Prophet ascended and that's where Allah spoke to his soul. Allah's message to Prophet Muhammad was pray three times a day. Pray 50 times a day. Now, quite naturally, we pray five times a day now. Muslims all over the world. It has a meaning. It's, it's a deep meaning. It's not just surface, heavy meaning, right? Imam Muhammad, Muhammad have taught us. And then when he said on that plane, pray 50 times, Prophet Muhammad, quite naturally, he was the messenger, and he was doing the command or the will of God. He came back down. He was in heaven. He was coming back down to earth to uh, implement 50 prayers a day, 50 times a day. And Moses, who was on the sixth level, he convinced Prophet Muhammad to go back and ask Allah for a reduction. And then he kept going back. And then at some point, it was reduced to five prayers a day. And according to my understanding, Moses told him to go back and ask for a reduction even from the five, because they won't do it. He said, I had those people before. He was the prophet of the children of Israel. They call them the Jews. He said, I had them before. They won't do it. And then the prophet Muhammad revealed to him that he would be ashamed to go back and ask for a reduction from five. So it was, re it was listed as five, five prayers a day. And we know that as Muslims and people who know Islam and the principles of Islam, they know that Muslims pray five times a day, right? But what do these things mean? These are rituals, right, naturally. And the ritual is a symbol, a sign, a whatever the case, but it has deeper meaning and deeper understanding. And this is what Allah wants for us. This is where Imam was, Muhammad, Prophet Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is gearing our mind to reflect on things for the deeper meaning and the deeper understanding.
Imam Marthi Muhammad taught us that the 50 stars and the flags represents the higher knowledge in the higher knowledge. He says five represents the five senses that we have. We have five senses. We have taste, smell, touch, hearing, and sight. These are five senses. And each one of these senses bring knowledge back. You know, we look out into the world and we see something, we see a tree, we see an animal, and we bring that information back into our mind to evaluate. We hear a sign, a sound, excuse me, and then that knowledge comes back into our intellect for us to evaluate. And it's a beautiful picture that, that God gives us in these five senses that we have. And then he said the 50 that Allah was revealing to Prophet Muhammad to pray 50 times a day, he said the zero means uh, the zero represents science. Five zero. Use your five senses scientifically. And when we mention science, science is a, a science where we evaluate things, we analyze things over periods of time under variable conditions to see how it stands up. We just don't look at one time and say, hey, I remember in the story of Ibrahim when he was searching for God. And he searched for God, he saw, he looked up in the heavens, where we talk about the heavens, and in the sky, and he saw the sun the moon and the stars over different periods of time. And he said, oh, the sun, I mean, excuse me, the uh, star, he said, oh, this must be God. And then over a period of time, as he observed it, over a long period of time, it set. And he said, no, this can't be God, because one thing he knew, God wouldn't, whatever he was looking for, wouldn't set. It would be consistent. And the same thing with the moon, he observed that it set. And then he came to look at the sun. And then when he saw the sun, he said, oh, this must be God, this big, beautiful light. And then the sun set, and then he concluded by scientifically evaluating each sun, moon, and star that the only God is the one who created these great lights. And it has to be Allah the creator of all things. So scientifically, he came to the understanding of the belief in the oneness of Allah. Alhamdulillah. Excuse me, Rabbil Alameen. America was once 48 states. These things are very important. Maybe we don't understand it. And I know I'm searching for as much information as I could acquire. And at one point, I didn't understand what Imam Morthy Muhammad was saying or doing about anything. I just was patient, and I listened, and I put my trust in Allah, studied the lessons of the Quran, and studied the lessons of our dear Prophet Muhammad, his sirah, his life, etc. And then over a period of time, we come to bigger and better understandings because of our, our commitment, our trust in Allah, and our respect that we have for his prophet Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. America was once 48 states. They call it the lower 48. Now, America is speaking to the world. 
And see, they don't speak to the world like we speak to the world, like get on the phone and call up somebody and say, well, I'm, we're 48 states and this, and this is the direction that we're going, etc." But to show the world that America had become scientific, they made Alaska and they also made Hawaii uh, the 49th state of the United States of America. So what is that saying to the world? It's saying exactly what we already said, what the flag represents, that America is saying is to the world is that America has become a a scientific nation. America has become a red, in this respect, social nation. That white, that is represented in the flag, that they have pure conscience, right? And then also that they are in heaven, in blue, exploring with their five senses the scientific, the scientific knowledge that Allah, upon what Allah put out into the creation. And then also what they're saying, serving God. Now you say, how are these people serving God? Look at, look at the, the flag. They carry the flag in the war. They slaughter people. Well, that's what we say, but that's not what they're saying. They feel that they are servants of God. That's why they go out into the world to dominate the world. So their interest is not just interest for material things. It's that too but they also feel that they are serving or servants of God. What do they say also? They say one nation under God. One nation under God. Right? That's America. And these things have to be pondered on. We have to think about it. We have to think about these things. Think deep and think in truth. Don't add to it or take anything away from it. Whatever it presents itself back to us, that's exactly how we should accept it. And I recall when I was in, I believe, I know grade school, maybe maybe the fourth grade, I remember our teacher, she had uh, helped us. She interrupted the, the, the subject for the day, and she was telling us that she was telling us that uh, that change in the Pledge of Allegiance, Pledge of Allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the Republic of which is staying one nation under God. See, it wasn't under God. <laughs> we we just we didn't we didn't have that part in there under God. She said this will be added to the Pledge of Allegiance, so we had to take time to to learn it, right? And then I remember Imam Warthi Muhammad, he was talking about the same thing that I'm mentioning now. I, I experienced it in school, fourth grade or whatever year it was in fifth. And he was saying that America was a cold war with Russia, which is a communist nation, and they didn't believe in God. And we were uh, going after Russia, because Russia was a communist nation, and we didn't have anything about God in our pledge. So they added that the Cold War with Russia caused them to add one nation under God. So they see themselves as servants of God going around the country, putting things in the perspective that they feel that they should be in. So we have to understand why did Imam Wadi Muhammad 
race and blood to show us the bigger and better and higher understanding. Now, we are people coming into America as a Muslim nation or nation of African-American people. We're growing in America. And we can't hold up a corrupted, racist flag. We have to hold up the higher meaning. And if they intended for it to be that, and they're not exercising that within the people, then whose responsibility is that? That's what I'm feeling, man, Warthy Muhammad was taking us. So we have to be open in our mind, expand in our mind, and we have to be able to read the creation that God created scientifically in our conscience have to be pure. Our efforts have to be pure. And quite naturally, as a people, we have to be a social people for one common interest, looking out for the betterment of our fellow man. And if we do, quite naturally, we'd be successful. And quite naturally, God is the best known. He's always the best known. You know, I was, I had put down a few notes in closing and uh, so much information, and especially once we get kind of a base, a base to our knowledge, then things pop up. We're listening to the news and we hear things, and before you know it, you say, wow, and I, you have a place to put it, in other words. There was a secretary of state. She was, she was making some statements. I think it was Albright, if that's her name. Anyway, she was Secretary of State for the United States, and she said, keep in mind, you know, the subject that we're talking on now, she said, we stand tall, and we see further than other nations. That's a statement. Why? (laughs) Why did she say that? Because she's talking about the true knowledge of the flag of the United States of America, scientific, right, social. You know, in the time of the Civil War, uh, President Lincoln, I think he was yeah, President Lincoln, he, he said, if freeing the slaves will save the nation, then I'll free the slaves. But he said, if freeing the slaves won't save the nation, he won't free the slaves. So what was he talking about? Was the interest the slaves? No, the interest was the union, the union, holding on to the union. That was more important than anything else. So she said, we stand tall and we see further than other nations. 50, they was 50, 50 stars, right? They had five senses at work, scientific, alhamdulillah. And then another, uh, I think it was Ronald Reagan, he was talking about the Star Wars, putting things up in the sky to protect uh, missiles and things from coming in. And he said, and he said, or somebody said of him, he said, the heavens are for wonder. The heavens are for wonder. In other words, to marvel at, to search for understanding, not for war. The heavens are for wonder. In other words, just like Prophet uh, Prophet Ibrahim, he was looking into the heavens. And he was marveling at this marvelous creation, right? Not for war or anything, but for understanding. And if we apply these things in an open mind, then God will bless us in this life and also the after. So we thank you for being with us this morning. And may Allah 